Welcome to the Travis Pepper Mentoring and More on Valentine's Day special. Are you looking for love? Because Luke isn't, as he mentions maybe hmm, once or twice during this hour-long interview turned moron therapy session. We are joined by the wonderful, patient, charming Abby Blears, a matchmaker, headhunter and dating coach from London. And she offers some fantastic insights into the minds of this loveless podcast duo. Well, let's not wait around. Let's find love. If you sometimes feel like a moron, don't worry, we've got one too. Because we're not that clever, but we make it all up with our can-do attitude. So if you like a bit of banter with me and this old wanker, we've got just the thing for you. We've got lots of content and it won't make sense. It's the Travis Pepper Show. But I'm here. Do I need, do I need a notepad for today and a pen? No, I mean, if you want, you can. I don't know what's okay. going on, to be honest with you. I don't know who's no. mentoring who here. Oh, wow. This is the thing. We like to outsource our mentoring, you see. Yes. Sometimes sometimes it can be a bit handful to do on your own because, you, you know, you know when you do, like, you do your own project, you feel like you're getting stuck into it, you're Googling everything. Well, sometimes you realise you just got to ask an expert, I guess. Um, so yeah, we've had a couple of people on the podcast, um, so far. Um, did, did I, did I mention the other people that we've had on the podcast, uh, you in our first message? You mentioned some sort of fitness man that made you do some diet that you hated. <laughs> yeah. I think. Yeah. Yeah. That didn't last too long. Diet? It was that? the, um, it was the, it's called the carnivore diet and basically, uh, you, you just you just eat animal products, and so that was, uh, yeah, the first obvious one's meat, but it was also dairy and stuff like that as well. Um, the guy who gave it to us has been doing it for a year. We I managed he's a liar. it. Yeah, we managed it for <laughs> four days each. <laughs> we didn't last too long, did we? I genuinely like it's not very nice, but I genuinely shat myself on day one. Um, I, I went from, um, I went from like fully vegetarian pretty much to yeah. only meat and my body just went at ah, nah and, uh, completely rejected it. But do you know what? Weirdly, like I've, oh, why do we always get into my bowel habits? This isn't, it's not a good topic of conversation. It's good. I like it. Carry on. Okay, cool. As long as you're cool with it. Um, <laughs> seems to be all I've got. Like, so I might as well run with what I've got. <laughs> um, but. I, even now, if I have a bit of meat, like the next day, I, I know about it, to say the least. Like, it, it's weird. It must be where my body's adapted because even if I have like a Sunday roast, say, and I have a bit of chicken or something, the next day, I'm like, yeah. oh, that, that, that isn't, that doesn't sit as well as it used to. Um, so, <laughs> so, how yeah. long have you been off meat for? Um, I gave up, well, I decided to have a crack at it would have been September 2019. So it'll be two years this September. But now I'm not super strict. I was like, I'm going to do it for a year because I think, I always think that like you can't judge something or get an opinion on it unless you've tried it. 
Like there's yeah. loads of people that say, I oh, don't eat meat. I could never do it. And it's not good for you. And so, well, have you tried it? And they're like, no, I just, you know what I mean? So I was like, well, I'll give it a go. And I did it strictly for a year. And now I stick to it because I quite like it. But um, I probably have like a couple of salmon fillets, like once or twice a week, because I think you need a bit of fish. Um, so I do that. But apart, apart from that, I'm pretty strict. Or the Sunday roast that <laughs> ruins you the next day. Oh, the Sunday roast that ruins me the next day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's all coming out now. He's one of these fake vegetarian people. No, like, but I'm not like. I'm not, <laughs> I wouldn't even push it as I'm a vegetarian. I wouldn't bracket myself as a vegetarian. Yeah. I just quite like eating vegetables. I think that is really. <laughs> you're not a vegetarian. You're a vegetable enthusiast. <laughs> that's what. That's yeah, basically I'm, what you're saying. I'm team vegetables. Yeah, mm. that would. Um, that would be a good that would be a good dating headline for me. I'm not a vegetarian. I just like eating vegetables. That could be like a <laughs> well, we're, a Tinder program. We're already off to a good start. Abby's already called Luke out on uh, his fakeness. Being a liar. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's just the tip of the iceberg. That's just where it starts. Yeah. Well, we're uh, we're like four minutes in, so <laughs> and it's already happened. Four minutes into the conversation. Oh man. Well. Uh, we should for just... coming though, Abby. Like, yeah. I'm excited about this. I have to say, I'm scared. You know, I don't do podcasts very often, but I thought I'll do it because I like to put myself outside of my comfort zone. But yeah, I'm not. Yeah. Used to, I'm used to coaching people. I'm not used to podcasts. So oh, you'll be fine. I'm, I'm all right though. Just don't talk about dating, and I'll be fine. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, we could easily transition onto something yeah. completely different. Like. <laughs> Um, we're good at the, we're good at the here, tangents. We're good at we're good at going off in a different direction. We do that quite often in the first yeah. majority and of I, the podcast I, episodes. And I wouldn't say this is a podcast, really. Like this just kind of fell about. It started almost as if like Travis was kind of babysitting me. Um, it's kind of how it started, and we just kind of waffle waffle on and talk rubbish, don't we? Really. So it's not. I wouldn't worry yourself too much about like. Yeah. Any structure or- yeah, you don't need to be professional, Abby, here. So that's, good, that's good. fine. You, you will co- by default, you will come across more professional than us two. So it's like like a dead cert, like you'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. So let's talk about dating, shall we? <laughs> well, this was this was my first question. It was like obviously you're coming on, you I, I did a bit of research on you actually online. I was while I was having my morning coffee, I was kind of doing a bit of a stalk. And um, I must say your like social media setup is very good in the sense it's very clear what you do, like quite easily I could identify um, kind of what it is and what you do. Um, and my first question was, what, what are you going to help us with here? Are you going to help us with mine and Travis's relationship and how like, <laughs> unhealthy that is, this codependent thing? Or is it to help us figure out where we're going wrong in terms of finding love? Is that... Well, I don't know. I think we will discover it as we go along. Oh, wow. okay. It's just one of those therapy sessions. I'm interested in this bromance that you have going on. That must be good though, right? In a lockdown world to have a really good male friend, no? <laughs> male friend. Good. Yeah. No, it's nice. It is nice. Oh, wait. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, it is It is nice. Yeah, it's, it's, pretty, it's pretty good. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, yeah, we, we have our, it's kind of like a therapy session, to be honest. It is. But yeah. Every, every Monday we just kind of, how, <laughs> how's the week been? Oh, not as bad as yours. Great. Yeah. <laughs> it didn't go wrong. So that's, that's um, it. that's pretty nice. It's good that I like the fact that you've obviously moved to Germany and like, we wouldn't talk this much unless we did this. Do you know what I mean? It keeps us in contact, which is the quite nice thing. Like it makes us like, 
yeah, it forces us to chat, doesn't it, every week, once a week. Yeah. Because, um, Abby, this is... So, one of your specialities, I guess we should do, like, a quick introduction uh, yeah, for you. Away. Whether we were... We, do you want to be announced, or would you like to announce yourself? What, what kind of person are you? Um, you can announce me, and then I'll correct you. If you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I f- mm, okay, I feel like I've been... Uh, called out here all right <laughs> uh so this is um okay right first hurdle pronouncing the last name is it blairs 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 okay Blears. cool so Abby Do you myself? i don't mind no 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 uh, no i've been challenged and we never back down from a challenge so okay. uh abby blairs Let so you're flat. a matchmaker you're a matchmaker and you're a dating coach yes. uh you work for a company called uh little black book yeah. Which, um, that's, I'm assuming that's your, your day job, your kind of, your main pursuit, but you also do, uh, freelance, uh, one-on-one sessions with, with people as well. Um, and you've been working for a couple of dating apps as well, um, on content, I'm assuming. Yeah. So, um, the content stuff, I did a bit of work with a dating app called Highly, which is an American app. It's the fastest growing dating app in America, but it hasn't. Hmm knowledge really like taken off over here so that's content creation that i've done for them the the vast majority of what i do is i help london-based professional types get into long-term monogamous relationships and then i also do coaching alongside with that because with matchmaking people tend to come and they say you know i want to meet this person and these are the boxes that i want to tick with this partner and then sometimes it's something that that person needs to work on with themselves rather than what's out there in the dating world. And we could bring them loads of great options. And if they're not ready to date, then we're basically banging our head against a brick wall. So that's where that makes sense. And I feel like with coaching, it's kind of like it gives you the tools to get into a relationship and stay in that relationship. Whereas if you go just to a matchmaker and you aren't ready, you might get into a relationship or go on a few dates, but, how do mm-hmm. you stay in it? So that's what interests me is like staying in a long-term relationship, which for a lot of people is the goal. But I believe that you two are not that bothered about getting into a relationship. Is that right? Well, what we've got at the moment's uh, pretty nice between the two of us. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but um, it, I, the reason um, I wanted to do a little introduction is because you've, um, I saw in that like your, your current, agenda at the moment is online dating uh so because we've got the pandemic going on at the moment people um in different places can't meet up or at least have to social distance so um you know it's it's interesting that luke said earlier that we've got this kind of podcast thing that we do podcast thing Mm. he says on a podcast um it's kind of like an activity because i've already struggled with the idea of just ringing someone up and being like hey cool like I, I like to do things i like to get into things as uh, as well and so yeah this is this is our kind of activity that we do together as uh, our little couples activity um <laughs> Wait, so sad. <laughs> but yeah, the way we, you frame it it just sounds awful <laughs> Yeah, but when I but we've we've spoken multiple times on this podcast, and all it's always come up like, uh, 
a little anecdote about how our dating life or something that went wrong at one time, it always makes a good story. And so when we mm. started looking for uh, guests to come on the podcast, uh, I saw, oh, there's a category for dating here. Let's see. Uh, let's yeah. see what <laughs> comes up. So I don't, yeah, we say that we're uh, not looking for a relationship at the moment. We're both working and kind of pursuing yeah. our dream job. Luke, is yours a dream yeah, job? Um, yeah, I would say so. Okay, okay. Yeah, I would say so. I would say when I made the decision to do what I'm doing now, it was to chase my dream. And we won't get into it too much because it makes me sound really bad. It's not a good story for me. But like, I decided to end the relationship I was in to chase the dream, if that made sense, because this is going to sound really horrible, but I knew that she was going to, that the, the, the person I was in a relationship with was going to take up too much of my time. And I just wasn't willing to like make that sacrifice. So I would say this is the dream job because I dropped everything and was like, yeah, I'm going to chase the dream. And, um, here I am three years later, still chasing, still single. So do, <laughs> yeah. do the maths on how that's worked out. <laughs> well, um, but I, I find dating, I find that because I'm rubbish at, I would say it, to be honest, I've never really dated because I've just found myself falling into relationships with girls from like, like the, my first proper girlfriend, I would say I used to ski race and I met her at the club and like, we just used to meet up and rate, like obviously she was part of the club and we'd bump into each other every week and that just kind of developed. And then there was another one from uni. And then the third one was kind of like from work. So I've never actually been on like a dating app or anything like that. And just tried to, um, connect with people and open up conversation in that way. So like genuinely the idea of like what you, Travis was saying, finding love in lockdown, it was just so foreign to me, if that makes sense, because I've never, ever, never, ever put myself in that position ever. Just yeah. bury my head in the sand. I would say that the top reason, this is not science-based, but the top reason why people <laughs> stay single is lack of action and being quite passive. So, mm -hmm you are focused on your career and you know that's your main thing and with with love and dating we don't think like oh we've got to work on it we often just think oh it'll just happen at some point in time yeah that's so true and when the timing's right but you're not like that with a career we go and hunt down our career we work on our career we want our careers to happen and i think that the same sort of mindset should be applied to love and dating and isn't because we kind of like to over romanticize like how it might actually come about it's just going to happen you know the one will come to you when you least expect it like all these ideas and myths that we're fed make us mm -hmm. be quite negative. and what's interesting about what you said about work the top change and this is based on research that one person could, that a person can make to get from being single and into a relationship is to reduce their working hours so yeah. work, will often get in the way of relationships. And who's to say that you shouldn't make a little bit of room or use your time, your free time, in a much more proactive way when it comes to dating so that it can actually happen. But the question is, is do you want a relationship? Because you might actually be happy to be single, which is all mm. absolutely fine. So it's kind of mm -hmm. what, why are you single? Like, why are you staying in that zone right now? Why did you... Yeah. 
Yeah, it's funny you say that because I always used to bl- I always used to say like it, it is funny because I did realise that like the common denominator on why I'm single is me. Like I always used to split up with girls and I was like, oh yeah, it's their fault. And then I'm like, actually, Luke, when you think about it, you're the common denominator here. Like, you're, you're the problem. Um, they're all happy. They're in relationships, and it all seems very nice. And I'm still sitting here. Um, what your question was? Why am I still? Sorry, what was the question? Or have I just... I think the question was, why why haven't you... um, What was the question? It was, why why is he still single? But kind of like, why is he deliberately... Why do you see it better? Why are you making that choice? Yeah, because for me... Basically, that's what I'm saying. It's really odd. If I... If I was to never get married and have kids... It wouldn't bother me if it didn't happen. But at the same time, I'm not avoiding it. So if I meet some, I'm, I'm not like anti-marriage and kids. This is going to sound really oh. weird, probably. I'm not anti it. And I'm not like, oh, um, I'm pushing it away and I don't want it to happen. But at the same time, I'm comfortable being on my own. So I, I never like go anywhere to do anything because I'm like, if it doesn't happen and it doesn't, my life doesn't go that way. I'll be okay on my own. Like I've got Travis. I've got lots of people around me, like nice <laughs> friends and family. <laughs> like I do. I, I've got a nice circle of people. So I've always felt like I'm not reliant on it and I don't mind being by myself. And I think that is a problem. This is going to be a proper therapy session for me. <laughs> oh wait, um, Luke, Luke, I'm sorry, mate. You've just opened up and I've started making notes. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, what, what else was I going to say? But this is also my problem is that like I... I I don't want somebody to come in and like change the way my life is and I'm not willing to let somebody change me and that's a problem because you've got to compromise something and I'm just like I quite like my life the way it is at the moment and the people that are in it and it just then becomes like okay I don't think anybody wants to get involved because they're like you're just selfish and you just want to do your own thing "Mm." do you not compromise from a work point of view like when sense. it comes to so in, you know you got to compromise and uh, you said you got to compromise for a relationship and the reason you're not in a relationship is because you're pursuing your career do you compromise for the career at all or yeah, well, yeah my whole life revolves around what i'm doing at the moment all right like uh, if like so i said to you on the podcast last week like at the moment i've been working the last weeks few weeks have got like ridiculously busy but i'll be doing i'll be doing eight till eight in the morning till 10 at night most days the last day off i had until this sunday was january the 9th so i've just worked solid all the way through and i just i'm pummeling everything into trying to do what i'm doing so i i I sacrifice everything for career at the moment perhaps your idea of a relationship Mm -hmm. isn't necessarily what a relationship needs to be maybe so you have this idea, someone's going to come in, they're going to make me fold all my clothes, they're going to make me clean everything, they're going to make me get up at this time. Gonna, I'm not saying you think that specifically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He doesn't, he doesn't fold his clothes. Yeah. She no, might I do, but I get up early as well. I fold my clothes and I get up nice and early. There it is, that's the reason. It's like, well, maybe there is someone out there who's similar to you with similar mm-hmm. roles and that you can join together as a team and that they will enhance your life rather than like, taking away from it so yeah. i think at the same time yeah, yeah, yeah. perhaps it's just not viewed as an important thing and more of like a burden like it sounds like you think a woman coming in might be a burden what do you think um i just think that i wouldn't be able it wouldn't be fair on them because i wouldn't be able to give them what they want 
and I'm too, I'm too like Travis will tell you. I'm, I'm, I'm too like simple. I don't know if simple is the right word. Maybe not, but let's roll with it. Let's roll with simple. Yeah. I'll just be honest with somebody and say like, I, this is how I feel. I, I think you'll, um, I'm getting myself all confused. Like, I can't, I see, I can't even remember what you said again. Getting flustered, mate. Yeah, I am. What were we talking about? I've genuinely forgotten what your last point was. Oh, it's a sign of tiredness, I think. Yeah. Um, <laughs> somebody coming in. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it, it's, I, it's not that I feel like they'd get in the way. This is the point I was going to make. It's not that I feel like they'd get in the way. It's that I feel like I wouldn't be able to give them what they want. And what's the point in them wasting two or three years with me trying to get me to like interact with them when I'm like, I'm just focusing on what I want to do. And then they get two years down the line and they're like, well, you were a fucking waste of time because like you just didn't give me anything. Do you know what I mean? You never gave, you never gave me a chance. So that's more where my head is. It's not that like, I somebody will take away from me is I will want to do my own thing and won't give them what they're really looking for. But I guess it depends on how you define what a relationship is. And also, how do you know what they want? You've not met this. Um, and that's true. What they want. I'm just assuming based on past relationships on kind of like, so to give you an example, um, I was in Australia with my ex-girlfriend and she was already, I was like, kind of, I'm going to start this business. I'm going to commit to this. And there was already noise and friction between us that like, this is going to take you away from me. This is going to the, like, you're getting too sucked into this and it's going to cause too much of a problem. When am I going to see you? When are we going to do things? And I was kind of like, I don't know. And then it was like, there was money as well. It was like, well, so you're going to have no money. So how are we going to afford to go away? How are we going to afford to do stuff? And like, you're not going to have an income. And all of that caused friction. And I'm just basing it off of that, basically. Um, because, yeah, I don't know. I'm just basing it on that experience and going, okay, it wasn't that, that, like on paper, I should have married that last girl. She loved me to bit. She was honest. She was loyal. Family loved her. Like, I can't say a bad word about her. And we get on, <clears throat> we still get on um, today. Like, we, we're friends. Is this, is this I the ex girlfriend that gave us a five star review on? No, no, okay. no, 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 no. This is no. a different ex-girlfriend. Oh, this okay. is a different ex-girlfriend. So I'm pals with her. So the one in the middle completely ignores me and avoids me, which is like fair enough. And the two on either end, the first one and the latest one, um, they still they still talk to me. Um, but the the one that gave us a review was the one that I met at the ski club. Yeah, she was. Um, I would say she. I would say she was the one that like I fell for the hardest. But I think that's always because it's the first love, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? It's always like the first one. You get carried away. You think this is great, and then you realise it's not great, and then you move on to the next one with the scars, and then it just trickles on from there. So this one that you said you probably should have married. Yeah. Did you have the same sort of beliefs on things like how you spend your money, how much you work, how you raise a family. Did you have those sorts of conversations and did those line? We probably didn't have all of those conversations. No. Um, so what was the first one work? So we kind of, I guess, aligned on work to an extent. Mm -hmm. um, Cause she was like a, she, she was career driven as well. We never, ever spoke about like a family or a long-term thing. And I can't remember what the middle one was. Um, yeah, I think you, I said, you go, you go, how you spend the money work, work, family, 
so our family. That you're meant, like in an ideal situation, that you and your partner will align on. A lot of the time, mm. when we're online dating and looking at profiles. We look at hobbies and interests, and we like try and see like, do they like the same stuff that I like? Which can, yeah. be nice, but that's not a lot a predictor of like long term dating success. You want to be aligning across your key life values, which are your beliefs about the way that you should live your life. So the top five, I'll probably forget one of them. So you, mm. but beliefs about family and mm-hmm. children, beliefs about health and fitness, beliefs about spirituality and faith, beliefs about money and mm-hmm. about career and you know how much you should be working. So there are other key life values, but they're the, the mm-hmm. common ones that people will have arguments about. So. Yep. Whilst you're saying maybe this person was the person because you know she got on well with people, there is a yep. possibility that the, there could have been a misalignment somewhere yeah, maybe. in your value set, which caused yeah, yeah. it to break up. So, yep, yeah, Do you maybe. Know- I mean, I mean, there was a lot of pressure on me because well, I say there's a lot of pressure on me. So I, we were in Australia together, yeah, and she was on my visa, so she. Uh, for for her to stay in the country, I had to stay in Australia, and I was like, I'm moving back to England because I couldn't open a business in Australia. So there was a lot of pressure because I think in an ideal world, she would have stayed in Australia because uh, she was loving life out there, and and that added a hell of a lot of pressure because I was there at 25 years old, going, hang on, she wants me to stay because she wants to stay in Australia. It was a lot of pressure to have that that person, that person's life in your hands almost because my decision dramatically impacted what her life was going to look like. And I think she would have liked to stay because she'd settled, she was in a good job, all the rest of it, but needed me to be there. So I think that was one of the biggest breaking points for us is that I just was like, oh, I can't I can't deal with the pressure and did what any what any um what any scared individual does. I just ran away basically <laughs> and 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 pushed the uh pushed the responsibility away and just said I'm going and I just got on a plane and left and, and went to Thailand for a while. Um, that wasn't the best choice. Wasn't that wasn't the best choice? Oh yeah, I wanted to um, leave and go back to the UK and start a business. So the first thing I did was I left and went to Thailand. Went to Thailand. <laughs> uh, yeah, I went to Thailand for a couple of weeks. I can always remember, like, obviously, I kind of just left her in Australia, and then I was like, oh, that wasn't that wasn't the best move. Um, but you live and you learn. And then because she lives locally, and I remember the first time I bumped into her again, I was like, oh my god, she's going to rip me head off here. But she was lovely. Like she was like, oh yeah how you been and we had a little chat and then off we went and i think we laugh about it now but at the time it wasn't that funny so did you actually like run away uh yeah yeah i did run away yes <laughs> with no warning at all uh a little bit i think i think that she i think that she didn't believe that i was gonna run away i think she thought it was all like a tactic and i was like no i'm definitely gonna, gonna go and get i've got a friend called andy but we call him shellfed and um, he was in Thailand and I was like, I'm going to go and see Shelfed in Thailand for a little while. And she, I don't think she believed it. And I just left her with the flat and stuff like that, got on a plane and yeah, flew to Bangkok. So she kind of knew I was going, but I don't think she thought I was going to pull the trigger. I think it was all like a bit of a bluff. Did she try and contact you? Uh, what? When I'd left? Yeah. Yeah. And I just didn't. No, nah, I didn't. I, 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 some, somebody told me. That, <laughs> happy space. <laughs> look, t- look, telling these stories, 
Telling, telling these stories with someone actually here reacting to it, they come across completely different. Uh, <laughs> just so you know. <laughs> what do you mean? When it's just the two of us, it all seems funny. But I, know, I think I know why we get all the dislikes on YouTube. <laughs> yeah, well, I know. I do feel sorry for her. And we joke about it now. And she's got like, um, as I say, like she's got a good sense of humor. And she's obviously a very forgiving person. But yeah, it was a, it was a massive dick move. Um, no, but somebody once told me sometimes you've got to be cruel to be kind. And like if, if you're never going to be with her, uh, you don't lead her down a garden path. Do you know what I mean? Don't waste her time. You just got to. And I thought the only way she's going to figure out that I'm not interested is if I ignored her. And I ignored her for eight months or so, about six to eight months. And um, then I bumped into her. And I thought, oh, God. But it was fine. And to be fair, now she's like, actually, you ignoring me, even though it was so hard at the time, it allowed me to move on. You know what I mean? She was like, it was very black and white that that was the end. And I just had to pick myself up. There was no kind of, she was like, I actually think it might have been worse if you'd have dangled a carrot and kind of said, oh, there's still potentially hope. She was like, I knew that you'd shut me down. And that was that. I just had to get on with it. Um, well, you so, didn't yeah. ask, did you, just to clarify. Yeah, you, yeah. You didn't articulate this. I didn't articulate that this was, that was going end. to Thailand. Did you ghost? Was it a big ghost? Oh, no, no, no. Like, I've been with her for a couple of years. I was like, this is the end. We want different things. Oh, I'm, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm going to Thailand. I'm getting on a plane and I'm off. Okay, um, so you did articulate it. That's the main Oh, thing. I didn't say, I didn't. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, she knew, like, but as I say, I think in her head, she thought I was kind of bluffing a little bit. And I was like, no, nah, this is over now. Like, I've had enough. You know how things like... Looking back now, we were both really childish in how we were acting. Like things were escalating and, and the rows and the arguments were getting so petty and pathetic that like it got to the point where she would storm off in the middle of the night and I was just like, I can't even be bothered anymore to go and chase her around the street. You know, like when it's just all that kind of drama. And I was just like, I can't be bothered anymore. Like I'm done. And I was just like, yeah, I'm off to Thailand and then this is it. This is, this is finished. Very interesting. <laughs> 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 but I'm, I'm, I'm always, I always try to be like honest with it. It wasn't, yeah, it wasn't the smartest move um, that I've ever made. But I've made some, yeah. We could dive people down do that. Though. It's like a fear of, <clears throat> I don't know. Like, did you feel like you were trapped a little bit? Um, I think it was the pressure thing. Like, as I say, we we were both like I was when we moved out to Australia. I might have been twenty three, and she might have been nineteen twenty. And then we had two years out there and I was, I was kind of 25 and she was early twenties. And I feel like it was because it was like the two of us that went out and there was no close family and friends. We'd made all our friends out there. There was a lot of pressure on that relationship because you'd moved to the other side of the world together. So I think it was not, I didn't necessarily feel trapped, but I felt like there's way too much pressure on this for me. Like I need the ability to, to do different things and, and, and be able to go and chase my dream. Because the other thing was, I was like, if I'd have stayed for her, it would have been so toxic because I would have resented it. Mm. Does that make sense? Like I would have been there like, I'm not happy being here because yeah. she stopped, not she stopped me, but I gave up what I wanted to do. And I think you can't do that in a relationship. You have to be able to give your partner the space to be a separate person to yourself. So there's okay. to be a bit separate from each other, but work together as a team. So if that falls apart and it's just a power struggle, 
it's quite difficult. Mm. Book recommendations for you. Okay. Oh, we like a book recommendation. <laughs> yeah, we do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're good with reading. We've got that bit down. <laughs> um, so the first one is Attached. Okay. Which is by a man called, I don't know how you say it, Amir, A-M-I-R, Levine, L-E-V-I-N-E. So it's Attached. But if you t- if you just Google Attached book, it will come up. It will come up. Okay. It's all about your attachment style and how we all form different styles of attachment as in we form emotional bonds with other people and we have a way of doing this and it's all based on how you were raised, but also things that happen in your life. We won't go into it now because it's quite long winded, but it's interesting what you've said and I would be intrigued to know what your attachment style is. Okay. Read that book. You can find out. I can also, if you want, give you a link to a quiz which plots out where you are on a chart. So it'll show you how, mm. how fearful of closeness you are and how oh, this could be interesting. closeness you are and how fearful that you are of like someone leaving you. So there's like different scales. So it's like whether uh-huh. you're gonna get whether you're comfortable getting close to people or not. And how yes. You're someone who is like really, really values their work life. You're really like, I'm really independent. I don't need relationships I'm quite and you're quite proud of that you would probably fall into maybe what you might call an avoidant group mm. what do you mean by that as in just avoid these people like <laughs> don't go near them. you might avoid you might not be avoidant by the way I'm not labeling you no 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 I'm, I'm, I'm I don't mind if I am but I'm trying to understand are you saying that 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 person is avoidant or just avoid these people because they're not good for relationships I don't understand does that make sense avoidance generally speaking because it's hard work to get into a relationship with someone who's avoidant but if you are avoidant you can become more secure so when okay. I'm avoidant I mean that that's the a style of attachment Ah, okay, so that person's <laughs> attachment style is avoidant. I thought you just had like a bracket of people over in the corner and you were like, we'll avoid these ones there. The, qu- the quarantine. <laughs> the quarant- <laughs> just put them over there and forget about them. The, the, the um, lonely heart's you, how, cage. Yeah. As a dating coach, how do you deal with somebody like that? Like if, if you've got somebody that's coming to you and, and they're, they're this avoidant style of individual or whatever, their attachment style is avoidant. Is that tough? Does that make your job very tough? Yes. But we don't attract that many avoidant people because avoidant okay. people are often not bothered about whether they're single or not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so they don't go to a dating coach. They don't go to a matchmaker. There are people who fall into quite a complicated group, which makes them both anxious and avoidant, and they'll switch between the two. So we will attract mm-hmm. people like that. We all should be looking to date somebody who is very consistent and secure over a period of time so those people that sometimes we think oh they're not very interesting they're really stable those are mm-hmm. the that are probably they've probably got a secure attachment styles so if someone's avoidant they probably won't opt to date someone like that because it won't be spicy enough for them avoidant people i feel like this is too i'm really rambling and this no, is no 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 we're hooked avoidant <laughs> yeah, yeah. people will try and match up with anxious people without knowing that they're doing it. So you'll end up in this really difficult dynamic of one person trying to get close and the other person trying to get away. And then the avoidant person will eventually leave 
and then might come back when the anxious person calms down and then the cycle just starts again. Blimey. That's interesting. But when I work with clients, avoidant clients, they just need to be to know to know that they're avoidant and to start to challenge that feeling of I need to get away. Mm. Pace pace relationships slowly as well. Everyone should pace their relationship slightly slower. Yeah. And That's really cool. Technology oh. speeds things up these days, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah like, there's the whole plenty of plenty of fish in the sea when you've got so many options worldwide. We we know because we made a, um, a Tinder account for, no, for we this. Did make a Tinder account, we made a yeah, Tinder for account podcast. for this uh, for this podcast and took the Tinder account uh, around like uh, a couple of different sad. countries and met loads and loads and loads of interesting people um, who hopefully still listen to the podcast. But um, that was just a laugh. But it does prove that you could just go anywhere and always find something better or, or, yeah. or do something like this that. Is my, this is my little bit, right? And this is, you'll probably laugh at this, but this is my little theory on the modern dating world is that yes. like before, if you met somebody, you might think like, because I think humans are more disposable now. So before you might meet somebody and go, oh, they're quite nice. Like I want to get to know them a little bit more. Um, they're not perfect, but they seem like a nice enough person. So like, let's like, you know, see what's underneath. Whereas now, because people are so disposable, it's like, if that's not what I want, it's just like next, 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 next. So all the average Joes, like me and Travis, we don't get a chance anymore <laughs> because no one wants to get to know us. It's just like, are you tall, dark and handsome? Nope. Are you tall, nope. Like just like <laughs> switching across. Um, I think that does make it difficult because like a friend, you know, like I, I know of people that are looking for relationships and I'm like, you've got to catch like the perfect person now, it seems. Otherwise it's just like, a no-go. Yeah. No such thing as the perfect person. Yeah, very true. That's, that's very true. a fake thing that doesn't actually exist. I think yeah. people look for it, though. A hundred percent, yeah. Yeah, I, I think people look for it. Maximizing. Hmm. Maximizing, have you heard of that? No. So maximizing is when you want the best of everything. So you're the sort of person who wants the best house, you want the best career, you want the best appliances in your house. And then you do that with like dating and relationships. So you can maximize for a car and get the best Ferrari or whatever. I don't know what the best car is, but let's say it's a Ferrari. It's good you enough. Ferrari car. You can get the, 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 the greatest, best, newest model if you've got all the money in the world. But the difference between a Ferrari and a human being is that that human being has to say yes to you as well. So mm-hmm. you maximize on a human being. And I think... No try to do it because the dating apps make everybody look like a product. And even as a dating coach, I'm trying to get people to sell themselves because mm, yeah. that's how you play the, I don't want to call it a game because to me it's not a game, but that's. It almost is though now. And a lot of people are trying to match with the most shiny profiles that are out there. Mm. If everyone's aiming for the top 2%, the top 2% are getting loads of messages and everyone else is just sat there like, like nothing. Hmm. The people yeah, yeah. look beyond the photograph, the content of the profile, and at least talk to people. And then time comes into it. I haven't got time for that. Or I feel like I'm running out of time. I don't want to waste my time on people that I'm not excited about. It's like, it's mm-hmm. un- I think, to think that you're going to get really excited about a piece of paper with a photograph on it because that's what you're that's what you're dealing with 
and then you're not meeting anybody. Like a lot, like what you like you said, you've met people in real life a lot. Like you've never really used dating app. So I've never, no. Would you? This is a question. Date those yeah. people if you saw them online. Do you think? Well, this is uh, a, this is an interesting one, which I've actually been thinking about quite a lot recently because not recently, but over the last years. And that's that I've had dating apps and I've met people f- through dating apps. But I think that the quality of people that I've met have been better in person. Like the people who I've met in person and dated have been higher like quality of person than those that I've matched with and ended up speaking to on on stuff like like when I use Tinder and stuff like that. And I'm like, that's made me come into a mindset of thinking, well, I think I'm better in person than I am on paper. Uh, there's, I'm so much, such a better person. And, you know, I, I've experienced oh, this man. with my job, like, uh, like applying for jobs. As soon as I got to an interview, they're like, oh, you seem so much better than you did on your CV. So, you know, I'm, yeah. <laughs> that's kind that's of my... Link. My kind of like, yeah, maybe on paper, uh, as you say, with a picture on paper, it's it's not, you, you don't know who you're talking to. You don't know who this person is at all. Um, but I don't know, when you meet someone in person, whether it's at a bar or doing like a hobby or something, you get a much better idea, much quicker as to whether yeah. this is a nice or good person, I find. How many people have you met from a dating app, Travis? I, it's not something that I count personally. Um, oh. Hold on, let me get the tally chart out the uh, out the. I'm cupboard. talking rough numbers. We don't have to do an exact science here. Like, is it five? <laughs> is it twenty? This is um, where you're going to like admit to the world you're a serial data. Dating apps. <sighs> I thought it'd be quicker than this, dude. Come on. Um, wait, do you mean like just matched with and had a conversation with, or no, actually like you've finally actually gone, gone to meet the them in person? Yeah, like it'd be interesting to know how many. Uh, since I've come to Germany, I'd say about between five, so it's not, it's not quite 10 people. And, and, and when you go to these things, cause this is another thing that I've always thought about. <laughs> there's a, there's an expectation, isn't there? And I don't live up well to expectation usually. <laughs> like I don't, I don't tend to like live up to the expectation. So for me, when I go into a situation, I meet somebody in person, there's no expectation. You just get to know them. But I think like with these dating apps, I'd be like, oh, well, we all know why we're here. Does that make, does that make sense? Like we all, we, we both know why we're here and there's an expectation to this dinner that yeah. like, You've there's got to supposed decide, to, you know, yeah. do you fancy I, them? We don't know. We've got to decide now, you know? Yeah. Yeah. In. yeah. yeah, yeah. I'd say, cause when you meet someone in person, there's, I know there's a moment, there's a moment of meeting that person properly. So if you meet Mm. someone in person, get their number and then go on a date later, then you've already got past that stage. But if you've met someone on an app, then you still need to have that stage. So I guess it's like you're starting at two different positions, depending like online and in person dating. But I guess you just, just treated it differently. Like, if I've matched with someone on a dating app and then I've gone to meet them, I'm like, well, I'm going to meet them. You know, I don't even know who really who this person is, so I'm not going to have any expectations. They probably do. They might be disappointed. But I go in going like, eh. Not your problem. Yeah. They're disappointed in the person that you are. It's not your issue. 
Yeah. Oh, I'm writing that down. <laughs> that. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you, you do something already. <laughs> <laughs> um, you turn up in like your, your, your sweaty night hoodie or whatever. Well, and I'm not saying go- do that. Perhaps <laughs> I should oh, what, what I just said. You know, yeah. we should make an effort, but ultimately you can only do your best. And a first date should be about learning about someone new and enjoying yourself and having a good time. It shouldn't be so pressured that you've got to make a decision. Mm. And I, think oh, I love first dates. Then, like um, you love them, did you say? Yeah, I love it. It's oh, just it's... like it's like oh, new shiny person. What are they like? And like I've had I've had horrific I've I've had one horrific first date, but like for the most part, they're all kind of even if it doesn't go anywhere, it's still nice. It's better than sitting at home and, I don't know, playing a computer game or reading a book. You get to go out and chat to someone. So for the mm. most part, I'd say it's, it's better. But I don't, I don't feel... I've blanked now. What are we talking, <laughs> what are we talking about? Uh, you said I love first dates. Yeah, they're, they're, they're exciting. They're interesting. They're new people. I love, me, love meeting new people. Do you go um, on second dates much? Um... Fuck. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think so. You don't sound confident there. You just don't sound confident. No, you don't sound. That wasn't convincing. Yeah, for the most part. But I, I don't know. I, I, the reason why I'm struggling is maybe I, like, I don't know, the first date seems so much more significant. So those are all the ones that are ingrained in my head at the moment. So I'm, I'm literally just going through most of the first dates that I remember and going, was there a second date? And yeah, I think I think there were. Um, Obviously, not a noticeable amount. I reckon you'd be like, "Yeah, I've dated." Or maybe second dates just aren't as fun. Maybe it's only first dates. <laughs> maybe you just love the initial like shi- shininess, and then you get bored, and you're like, "I'm on to the next shiny new person." I do you have an love. attention deficit, so this yeah. is. This is <laughs> but I don't. I don't think that's relevant to whether you decide to go on a second date. Person. Abby, like when you set someone up, it was interesting you saying there about first date shouldn't be about um, like that expectation of like saying, yeah, that do I like this person? Do I not? Is that the, that the attitude? Cause I was thinking about what I said with, you know, meeting somebody from Tinder and there's that expectation. I guess that's, that is a little bit in your world. Cause if you set two people up, surely they go with an expectation of that. Not only is it, a Tinder date, but we've been matched by a matchmaker. So actually it's probably even more intense of like somebody yeah. that does this for a living has put us in the same room together. That must be even more expectation actually than I would like swiping so. someone on Tinder. Yeah, I would say so. And I think that the biggest mistake that people make very early on in dating is just not giving it a chance and feeling like oh, I've got to move to the next person. That didn't, that didn't work. I'm not feeling it. It really depends on the level, though. Like sometimes you do go on a first date and you know that you're never going to be attracted to that person. And I respect that. But a lot of the time we don't know. And then the flip side of that is going on a first date, feeling the chemistry and then not betting them on any level from that point forward. You're just like in it and you're, mm-hmm. you know, chemically, everything, all these hormones are going around your body and you're just like super excited and obsessed with this person and then that can be worse than that slow burner. So I think that pace slow, as I said before, regardless of how you feel. And also, I just think 
two dates minimum unless you're repulsed on a first date because people don't give each other <laughs> a chance. <laughs> now I really want to work out how many second dates I had. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> but what do you define as repulsed? What, like... Well, like, you know, like if you, get, if you meet someone and you, you just don't get on at all, if you go on a date with someone and you feel like you've got a reasonable, not amount in common, but that you're on the kind, kind of the same page and mm. feel good when you're with them, like it's mm-hmm. an agreeable thing, you're not necessarily like wanting to rip their clothes off. So you're kind of thinking like, is this a friendship? And when people are in that, is this a friendship zone? It's quite common for them to go, I didn't feel the way I hoped I would feel when I meet my future husband or my future wife. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to pursue it. And it's that maximizing thing again. Yeah. What you're saying. It's like an expectation of like how I'm supposed to feel when I meet the one. Yeah. And it's like you might not feel that way. And it might not be a good thing if you do. And also, I don't know if you, like, if you can, if you ever think about the times where you feel like great spark with someone. For me, it's always been like, I'm a bit drunk and already. So my inhibitions are lower from the get go. <laughs> and then you're like in a good mood or you're, you just moved to a new city and it's all fresh and shiny and new. So really, that scenario is like, a good scenario to be in for spark to happen with somebody mm-hmm. on a first date we're like going in thinking about the spark like you said luke like you're already thinking mm. like how is this going to be this could be the moment and it's like when you when it happens like on a night out it's like oh my god this amazing thing happened it's like no you're already in a fantastic mood it took yeah hard. whereas you're not off guard because you're on a planned first date so mm. don't expect it to be that particular way yeah, it's like it's like when you go on a night out and like you've built up a night out for ages. You've had one in the diary and the expectations <laughs> high, and you're, like you're building it up and you go out and it's crap. And then you just yeah. go out on like a random Tuesday to like the local Weatherspoons. And those and are the best ones. Night. Yeah, it's just the same. It's the same kind of thing. Um, but how was how how successful has matchmaking been in lockdown? Because I guess that's a big question for you. Because I guess every, all your clientele can't meet in person at the moment, so they chat. Technically around. speaking, they can't meet in person now. So we are technically like, speaking. Technically speaking, I mean, people. This is the thing: is that people break rules all the time. Oh, okay. So, if what I recommend to people, if they want to meet in person, they will, they're probably going to do it in some capacity. Okay, understood. But most of our clients are meeting over Zoom. I'd say that we've been quite like quieter in lockdown and then between you know like sometimes the world starts to open up again yep and in those gaps everyone's going bananas so they're probably <laughs> the moments where you should start to like really like increase if you want to get into a relationship increase your activity and seize those particular moments where you can actually meet up because i've had friends who have been single at the start of lockdown started to date someone in the middle bit and then have moved in with them I know someone who has got engaged like quicker than I would recommend, but <laughs> as a professional <laughs> matchmaker. <laughs> <laughs> but people got engaged in lockdown, so they are dating still. I would say though, it's of course it's harder and it's an obstacle, but people are getting around the obstacle. It depends how much you want it. So Luke, perhaps for you, lockdown's mm. a perfect reason to not date. Yeah. 
you know, it's like you don't yeah. really want to, for whatever reason, you're not in the zone of really wanting to date. If you really want to date, there's a way around it all. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. And you just I have to so. slower and meet online and, you know, like this is a nice conversation, right? How, who's to say that you couldn't have this conversation once a week with a woman and fall in love with her? Like, how is that crazy? No, 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 not, you're, you're not, not ditching me. You're not ditching me. <laughs> <laughs> Monday my, night, my, my Monday on my night. Person, I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's your answer, Abby. That's the reason why, because we come as a pair, apparently. We were talking about this the other day, and I was like, how would we, uh, how would we navigate that if we were on a date together? <laughs> um, we ended up on, I, Travis could be my carer. That's what we ended up on. Then we ended up saying that. But you're right. I don't think. I don't think it would be any different. Um, I think also in my head, if I'm honest, I've got a thing about uh, digitally. I don't think I'm built for digital. I don't come across very well. And some of the things, you know, sometimes you say things and you can understand what I'm trying to say because you can hear me trying to say it. Does that make sense? You can understand why I'm struggling to get my point across or whatever. I sometimes text things and I think I don't come across the best and I'm not very good at the texting. You know, like some people are really good at texting. Like, and... I'm connecting with someone and like, I'm rubbish at that. Yeah, but you're good at this. Yeah. Yeah? Am I writing that down as well? (laughs) Write down. I feel like you put yourself down a lot, Luke. Do you? Okay. Maybe. I don't know. I I would say I'm my own like biggest critic. Like I would be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would say. Because like if, if somebody would like, I think it's nice though, because if somebody throws a bit of abuse at me, it doesn't bother me because I'm like, yeah, I know. Like I'm, yeah, because like I would have said that to myself already. So it's actually quite a nice thing that nobody can really hurt you because they're like, yeah, you're a dickhead. And I'm like, I know, right? Like, Or you're um, a moron. Yeah. Yeah. But the, the whole premise of this podcast is around taking the piss out of my lack of intelligence. So like <laughs> <laughs> the bar is set to a certain, certain bit. I don't, I don't know. I think, I think I'm just... I do know with dating that I just, and relationships, I, it's just not my strength. I just know that. Um, you can improve. It's more, do you want to? And if you don't want to, why don't you want to? Mm, that's a good question. I've never thought about it. I've just always said, I'm, no, I'm just not built for it. And I've just kind of then put myself in that bracket. Like, does that make sense? But Luke, sense? you've got all these, these really, really strong uh, relationships with friends and like family yes, you have such a strong, strong connection yeah. and you've built up yeah. and I couldn't ever imagine you abandoning like yeah me because you'll suffer um, but like shelf head queen sneaks all, all of these people I can't all imagine you bailing on them and this is something that you've built I wouldn't that you you, you, yeah. you, you know could say it's all by about? accident but. say that again well he, he could say it's all by chance and by accident I guess but mm. No, I don't think so. Uh, interestingly, mm-hmm. I do. If I send you that link to do your quiz, it will show your attachment styles with different people. So it will show your general attachment style. It will show mm-hmm. like mum or dad, friends, so you can yeah. find how attached you are to each other. Um, mm-hmm. Find out Luke's got daddy issues. <laughs> so it could be that you are putting relationships into a box in your head of like. A yep type of relationship and actually they're not that different the same skills are required Mm, maybe i don't know i I don't think they are because i feel like there's more pressure like with travis i can there's no expectation yeah it's the pressure isn't it they'll perceive yeah there's 
there's no expectation for me to like get on with Travis's family or buy him something for his birthday or go out with him on Valentine's Day. We just naturally do all those things anyway. Um, but like, there's no, but when you're in a relationship, it's like, I don't know. Is the, to me, is there pre- there's pressure to do these things and follow these structures. I think it's just like, that's, is that more societal precedence though? That's, I think so though. That's what I was about to say. It's the whole get married, get a house, get a mortgage, have kids. I don't know. I feel like there is more, I feel like there is more pressure on a relationship than a friendship, but you're right. I've got loads of like friends that I'm very close with. And that's another thing. Like I would never give that up, for example. Do you know what I mean? So I wouldn't want a relationship to get in the way of what I've got with you or, you know, Shelford and Queen of Snake, all those people around me. I wouldn't want it to, I wouldn't want it to upset that either. And if, if, it, it, and if, it, if it did, it's not a healthy relationship. So what yeah, you're well, doing is an unhealthy relationship. Yeah, true. And and I had that as one of the things when I was given the ultimatum, it was like, right, either, because my best friend, like one of my best friends is is a girl and that's and sometimes cause issues. Like we are, right, so short story, our dads went to scouts together. So they grew up together, our dads. And then she's just been in my life since ever I, I can ever remember. Like she's just like a sister basically to me and she always has been. But um, that sometimes doesn't sit right with people. And I've been given the ultimatum of like, it's like her or me. And I'm like, well, she's been in my life for 30 years or 25 years, 24 years, whatever. I'm not giving that relationship up. Like it's too important to me to give that up. And that can sometimes be a blocker as well because I can understand. I can, I can kind of to an extent get it. If like a girl's like, Oh yeah, my, my, you know, my boyfriend's off with some, some bird or whatever or some girl. Um, mm. it could cause problems, but I've always tried to, um, not, not make it a segregated thing. Do you know what I mean? Like I'm really close with her and her brother and her mum and her dad. They're like, all, they're all family to me. You know, I lived with them for six months when I was at uni because I couldn't find accommodation. So they are like family. Um, so it isn't just like a one-off relationship and I've always tried to integrate people, but that sometimes gets in the way as well. And then I'm just like, oh, okay, fine. I don't want to give that up. Um, yeah. yeah, it's, it is difficult and I know I'm difficult. I know I am. Um, but there might be someone out there. You never know. Let's keep. Keep positive. <laughs> <laughs> Abby, Abby doesn't look convinced. She's like, no. no, I do think there is someone out there. Of course there is. You have to Thanks. go looking. You have to, I don't know, be willing to compromise a little bit and work out where you're willing to compromise. There'll be spots. That's my issue. Compromise. And also you're almost like thinking about where you need to compromise before you've even met like this person. Whereas when you meet that person, you might be like, I'm so happy to compromise right now. Like I'm like, this person's fabulous. I want to make little changes, but you're not ready yet. Yeah. You you might, you might get there and they'll be like, okay, here's what you need to compromise on. You need to wash your feet more. That's it. What? I'm I'm pretty good at that though. We've (laughs) spoken about that before. I'm pretty good at washing my feet. Yeah. Yeah. But But it'll be something um, small or something. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. I just, I guess I just base it all on the past and the, in the past, I've just not been that successful and it's probably down to me being a pain in the ass, like not pushing the blame elsewhere, but all of our relationships fail until the one that doesn't fail. So if you're yeah, true. fast and going, oh, well, they've all failed. So that's, that's true. I'm not going to try anymore. <laughs> Yeah, I sound like a right child. I'm not playing anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Toys are out of the pram. Bad enough. <laughs> Doesn't work. 
Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. It's like they say, you know, your keys are always the last place you look for them. You don't find your keys and carry on looking. They're always in the last spot that you look. It's the same thing, isn't it? Um, you were one question I did have for you. You said about activity. What, what act you said you should lift your activity? You know, you were talking about, um, during the periods where, uh, lockdown light starts lifting. Oh, yeah. You said yeah. you should li- lift your activity. And I was like, what, what is activity? What should you, what should we be doing? Like, if we're going to find love. Is that a weird question to ask? No. There are no weird okay. questions you're here. Both, you're both just staring at me as if I'm like, where are you going with this? And I just Well, like, Luke, you've been opening up, so we're kind of engaged, I think. I, well, I thought, right, I'll come to this and I'll just be like honest and chat about stuff. And because I'm probably like, I'm probably like a, in that bracket of harder to deal with if I was Abby's client. Say I was like Abby's client. I'm probably a harder to deal with person. And then if I sit there and I'm like, oh, I just don't like it and I'm not going to play ball, then it's just boring, isn't it? So I was like, <laughs> at least if I say oh, I'm not very good at it, but here's why it gives a bit of context around it rather than just sitting here like miserable. Um, and, and you should take, you should take some weight off my shoulders and you should open up and share your, but you're better at love. I've, I've, I've been able to open up for the last hour but mate you've just been yeah it's bit you've you've been going you've you've been (laughs) gushing everywhere (laughs) you're leaking (laughs) (laughs) no because i'm just genuinely interested in where i'm going wrong and i was hoping abby might have like a this is what you're doing wrong (laughs) (laughs) ah solved do you know what's interesting though if you're interested in knowing where you're going wrong then maybe you you are interested in a relationship like why would you care um, that's a good, that's a good question. I don't know. I just like to learn stuff and I'm just interested in, I know this is like I say, this is definitely one of my weaker points. Um, <laughs> this is one of my weaker points probably because like I don't prioritize it and I don't put effort in and all the rest of it. And I, and I like, it goes back to what I said to you at the start. If I never find anyone and I'm on my own forever, I'm happy with that. Like I'm not scared of that. So I'm not, I don't ever feel the pressure to find, I think that's one of the biggest things for me is like, I am confident on my own and I'm happy on my own. I'd like to find someone, but if I don't, then I'm not going to cry about it. So like you just, I think that's that mentality. I think sometimes, you know, when you get people that are like, I want to find someone, it's time for me to settle down now. Yeah. If it never becomes that time, I'll just carry on working by a cat. (laughs) That's a fabulous, let's be honest. I've got two. Yeah. I'm not, I got it's the cat. The cat idea. One of them's got a name. What should you be doing? A We've cool not name. that question. Sorry. Oh yeah, sorry. We went round and oh, how much I opened up. But yeah, no, it's interesting because if you said to me, oh yeah, up your dating activity or your activity yeah. to find love, I'm like, what's that? A cold email blast? Get an email list and send, <laughs> send a thousand cold emails? Are <laughs> the, you looking the for love? picking newsletter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sign, sign people up. <laughs> Subject still looking. <laughs> Signed off by Abby's quote of if it's if I'm not right for you, it's your problem, not mine. Um. <laughs> that's not that's not really what I think either. But in that moment, I thought that, and then when I'm like, no, sometimes you do need to change, don't you? You could yeah, put well, you could put a thing. quote from Abby at the bottom saying, "I think you're underselling yourself." Five stars, Abby Blair's. <laughs> think you're being hard on yourself yeah (laughs) like a trip advisor review um but yeah sorry go on we'll get to the end of the question what what's like because is is activity 
just sitting on Tinder? Is that what activity is? I don't. I genuinely don't know what dating activity is. It, it can, not sitting on Tinder, but you could increase your activity over on your on the app that you've chosen to be on and be quite consistent with it. So even if it's mm. fifteen minutes a day, mm. make sure that you're doing that. And then also, if you want a relationship, make sure. Not in a normal world, we'd want to be going out more. You know, socializing more in general. Yeah, like getting into contact with people that from even from the past, like my friend got into a relationship with someone who she knew who she'd met a long time ago, and then he moved to to New Zealand, so the timing was really off. And mm-hmm. you no, know, he contacted her actually, and she picked up the message, and then they started talking, and now they're dating. So it's kind of like picking up the leads that you've got, the leads. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like seeing what people yeah. are doing, reconnecting, you know, we're in lockdown, how's it go? You know, like finding out how people are getting on with things. And you don't know what can come from that. Also, like being open about, you know, I actually would quite like to date people. Like maybe you're not mm. going to say, I want a relationship. But if you mm. were to say to people like friends and family, like, oh, do you, you know, I'm, I'm up for going on some virtual dates. Like I'm just going to mm. give a try maybe your friends would match you up a little bit. Like if you've got a wide circle of friends, then why aren't you tapping into it? I, I like, I like that time. idea because I've always, uh, one of the issues of my previous relationships has been them not getting on with my friends. And that's always frustrated me because I've always got to the point where, you know, I go, well, I like them. They all like each other or at least are respectful to each other when they all meet at my birthday party and don't, you know, get drunk and call their mum rude names and stuff like that. Um, oh, that was me. Yeah. Um, but, you know, if so the idea of a friend actually setting me up with someone is something that I'd be like, oh, that's cool, because we've already got past the hurdle of them needing to like you. That's a, yeah. that's a great idea. So that idea seems pretty yeah, cool. that's true. But Luke, you need like a CRM tool for this to keep track of all your leads and your Start potential projects. Start putting next yeah, to my yeah. other stuff. Like. <laughs> <laughs> doing, doing a weekly roundup and my dating like pipeline pops up. Like, get rid of that quick. <laughs> Shift that off. And um, you'll have to do a presentation to me and Abby every week with a pie chart saying, this is, these are all the <laughs> ones I followed up on. up this week. <laughs> these weren't interested. As we can see, it's an increase on last month. <laughs> <laughs> the line graphs just going down down into the right <laughs> um yeah because that's yeah because that's the thing i would never put any activity i'm one of those people that like you said at the start is just waiting for it to happen um the other thing the other question i had for you and this might be this might be dodgy territory a little bit um is about talking about honesty in relationships mm-hmm you know where I'm going with this, don't you, Travis? Because I, I know exactly I where you're going want... with this. Huh? Are, are you trying to? Are you, are you, do you want an answer to the question as to whether you were right or not? Well, I don't want an answer to that specific question, but I want to understand if that is the right way to go about it or not. Because I did okay. I genuinely don't understand. That's what I'm saying. Because I think what I did was right. Okay. Abby looks so scared right now. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm, I'm intrigued. Right. Okay, so. I prioritize honesty, right? I'll tell somebody how I feel, like how I've been tonight. I'll tell you how I feel. I'll tell you what's on my head and I'll try and be honest with everything. Because I always think, whenever I've lied in the past, I've always come unstuck big time. Like I like spun a spider's web at once and I went down a rabbit hole with it and I was like, oh, I'm never doing that again. It's just easier to 
hurt somebody's feelings and be honest because then 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 you can't be blamed. Do you know what I mean? Because you were honest. So basically, I was asked what my opinion was on someone's weight, basically. Had they put on weight? My <laughs> answer was the honest one, which is they didn't want to hear. So I said yes, that they had got fatter. And it sent the whole thing like spiralling out of control. Now, I get a lot of stick from people being like how can you say that to her that's really nasty like that's horrible but from my point of view i'm like is it not better to be honest and say actually yes this is the situation because if i was getting that way i'd want someone to say luke mate you're like putting on the timber i'd respect the honesty (laughs) (laughs) how you worded it well no i didn't i I said well my i think my exact words were yes like you are getting fatter um and 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 that is seen as a horrible thing and mm. i didn't mean it to be horrible because i just thought it's actually is it not worse to say no you're absolutely fine just crack on and then that eat up inside because I, I think it's a really delicate subject because either you're honest and you hurt her feelings or you yeah. lie to her or you lie to her and you be dishonest but you don't hurt her feelings so i i don't understand what the right play is there See, if I ask someone that question, I'd want an honest answer. But I think yeah. people want reassurance. So I think the, the goal really is to try and ascertain whether this person wants reassurance or whether they want the truth. But if someone's, you know, we all, we all know if our clothes are getting tighter and if the scale number goes up, like we can work it out for ourselves. Yeah. I wonder why someone would ask that. So it's a trap, basically. That's what it we feels a bit like. like well, I was saying she could have worked it out on her own and she's thrown <laughs> me under the bus. <laughs> well, it was the whole, it, the important part of that situation isn't the answer that you give. It's the reason why the question's being asked. Like, it, yeah. so I, I told you, I don't know if I told you, but basically this question came up in one of our group Zooms and it basically ended up yes. with Luke on one side, a couple of the girls uh, on the other side and there was a bit of a, drama between them and i was like and i was that sat there thinking like i've been in this situation before like basically what luke described and it went a whole lot better for me than it did for luke really badly for me yeah it went really badly and so i kept quiet during that conversation when we had it in the group because that was a lot easier but it's more it was always more to do with like well why are they asking the question why do they want to know the answer you know because obviously if you're dating someone then you can't probably know quite a bit about them and you could maybe take a guess as to why they're asking the question is it because they want to do something That's about it or whether they do for it? me though <laughs> I can't be working out like, you know, like when, you know, like that's the other thing that really gets grinds my gears is when like you ask someone, are you right in a relationship? And they're like, yeah, I'm fine, but they're not fine. Like I can't be digging around trying to figure out why you're not fine. Tell me that you're okay. Or tell me that you're not like, I don't like that of like, if she's asking the question, I give the answer to the question. I'm not going to try and do a Sherlock Holmes to figure out why the question's being asked. That, that seems too much effort for me. Yeah. Well, there are straightforward people out there. Yeah. Like yourself. Yeah, yeah, no, I don't, but when, but like to go back to what Travis was saying about the Zoom call, you know, the girls were like, that's really horrible. That hurt her feelings. Da, 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 da. So I said, okay, you lot will take the piss out of me and call me short. And they were like, yeah, that's funny. And I'm like, but what if I said that hurt, hurts my feelings? Do you know what I mean? Like, and then there actually, that was a point where I almost won a little bit of the argument because they were like, yeah. actually, yeah. 
actually, yeah, you we don't. Your- you can't, yeah. you can't chop and change. So it, it's a, it's a debate that will rage on, I think. Um, and I think I'll just keep going with the honesty approach and see how it gets. Well, was it Luke? Have I put on weight? And then you said yes. Was it as simple as that? Uh, yeah, so the, exa- the exact, the exact words. Were, you, woman, you know, like. So said that again. No, you say what you were going to say because I've just given an example that you don't need. Right. Okay. So um, she asked me, "Do you think my legs have got fatter?" And I basically said, "Yeah." Since the last time I seen you, I think your legs are fatter. That was it. Was that there was any no pause? Between. Oh God! I, what do you mean? Pause where? Like, as in, like a pause in time? Like, so, like, was it like, oh God, yes, you've definitely like you didn't even need to oh. talk about it because these legs were so out of control. You've already had that thought. There, would you, what do you mean that was there a pause in the relationship? Like, had I was no, there a pause it, when in, she said, so, so when she says, you know, have my legs got fatter, did you yeah. very quickly say, absolutely yes? I probably would have, yeah, I probably would yeah. have just come out, um, and said it straight away. I probably wouldn't have thought about it because to me, the way that, it, that, that my head works is like it's just the honest answer is the best one to, so I'll just go, yep, yeah, that's that's the way that's the way I see it or that's the way it is. It just comes out like that. But then in hindsight, it didn't work out. It wasn't, and, and that's fair enough. Maybe it wasn't meant to, but it always is one thing that confuses me. Cause like I say, I do get stick for it, but like it was coming from a nice place. Does that make sense? Can you call someone fat and say it comes from a nice place? I don't know if you can, no, but, but you but can like, answer a que- answer someone's question honestly, and it can come from a nice place. If you go around going, your legs are fat, your legs are fat, your legs are fat, then that's I wasn't that's doing that. Like, exactly. Because I know that not what you I'm, weren't doing. I'm, not, I'm not exactly like a Greek god myself, right? So like, I know that I'm not, my body's not incredible and I wouldn't judge anybody else. But if I asked a question and said, what's your opinion on, does, does it affect you that I'm only five foot two? I'd want them to say, yes, it does or no, it doesn't. Do you know what I mean? So that, mm. that would be the, that would be, the way that I would want the question to be answered. Does that make sense? Yeah. I think it's a tricky one. I think a pause might yeah. have you. Even just like a moment where you had to think about it. Oh, because, because then, then, then you're given the impression that you've had to think about the question. So it's not, bl- ah, I see where you're going. Because cause the way you said it, Luke, it, uh, or how you described it, sounds like you went, oh God, yeah, I've been thinking about this ever since you walked through the fucking door. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, them you that up, you, know? you uh, walked in and I went, oh, jiggle, jiggle, jiggle. <laughs> no, That's what it sounds that. like. <laughs> so, so what you're saying is give the honest answer, but pause a little bit and make it feel like you've really got to think about it. So it's not blatantly obvious yeah. and then give the honest answer. <laughs> Maybe may a slight amount. Yeah. Okay. Little head wobble. See what you're doing. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh no! Now you mentioned it. Oh, maybe, maybe a smidge. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> there, that's a that's that's a really good answer. I'll take that forward. Next time I pause, my brain will be like freaking out inside. <laughs> just say the answer. Just say the answer. It's just one of those where you, one of those uh, TV moments where the camera pauses and there's just screaming going on in the head. Ah, ah, ah. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Like the so. little monkey with a symbol, like bashing away. Um, yeah, because yeah, that's 
That's one thing that I've always thought, because I can't do that. I can't dance around the handbags in a relationship. Like, I need someone to say, like, yes, I'm fine, or no, I'm not, you've pissed me off. I can't do that that game of, oh, yeah, I'm okay. I secretly want a different answer, and I want you to, like, pamper to it. I've never been good at that. Um, so I don't know if that's another downfall, but... No, I don't think that's a skill worth having, to be honest. Dancing around. I think there is a lot of that that sometimes go on when people like want to put on a face and say, I'm fine, but secretly they want you to keep digging. If they tell me they're fine, I'll be like, yep, right, cracking on. What's next on the agenda? Um, (laughs) got to get my weekly email blast out. Still single. Send. (laughs) Cracking on with my activity for the week. (laughs) According to the midweekly report, she was okay. Oh, Market dear. research had no other opinions. <laughs> oh, Christ. <laughs> oh, Abby, thank you so much for uh, opening Luke up. This is. Uh, yeah, it's been fun. You just, it was you not know. difficult. <laughs> yeah, it really was. He's always like this, isn't he? Is he not? Yeah, but I don't know. He, he didn't. I don't know. The passion hasn't been there until today. Maybe it's the Valentine's Day. A uh, special episode that's uh, got him all excited. Valentine's Day special episode. It's because I use, I come at things with one emotion, but I don't think I've changed my emotion today. I think it's still been the same. I've just been honest about my my past. Um, and it like has I sounded say, like I- like you wanted to justify uh, yourself today, as you said. You you came here not wanting to go. Oh, I don't want a relationship, and you went. I'm not, I don't want a relationship, and here's our report on why I don't want a relationship. This is because of. Uh, or some research that we've done on the market and I don't want it. So I just think like if Abby's given up her time to come on and chat to us, if I just sit here and be like, oh yeah, I don't want a relationship and then like just sit here with a miserable face, she's going to think, well, he was a prick. Like that was pointless. Like, it's not, you know what I mean? It's, it, I, I actually felt like I could learn something today because clearly relationships aren't the, uh, I've not nailed that part yet. I'm working on it, work in progress. So I thought, you know. Yeah. Try and well, you want an activity to do a yeah, 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's do it. <laughs> yeah, we so, do. I haven't got much time because I've got a client very, 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 very soon. But okay, I was thinking Sorry for- of you wanted like a two week challenge, right? It could be a two week challenge or it could be a one off or uh, maybe not a yearly like challenge 21 day challenges because that's how long it takes to form a habit minimum. Okay. So that's the minimum length of time it takes to form a new habit. Okay. I hate it. This is the problem. And also, I'm not sure whether Luke should be doing it because he's not looking for a relationship. What I wanted you to do is mm. to go on the dating apps, whatever app you're on, get, get yourself mm. on a dating app if you're not on one, set up yeah. a profile. I don't mind if you want to send them to me so that I can see them. I don't mind helping you with that, just like on the side. <laughs> okay. <laughs> And then I want you to be on the app for 15 minutes every day. Mm-hmm. And I want you to match with one person each day that isn't necessarily what your type physically, but there's something interesting in the profile that you would like to know more about. And then you try and initiate conversation with that person. So I'm not saying let's just take the mickey out of people. I'm saying open your own mind up to match with someone who might not be hundred percent your type but also use the app as you normally would as well so you would continue to match with people that do appeal to you and i want sort of probably a bit big big ask 
at, le- at least one date to happen each week. Each week? Date. So you're trying to get to the point where you're keen to go on a date and that she's keen to go on a date. But I don't want you to do this in like a, I'm just doing it for the challenge. So if you really don't feel like going on a date with anybody, yeah, of course. mug anyone off or anything like that. So you'll okay. know part. So the minimum that I want you to do is 15 minutes on the app each day. And then okay. if you can go beyond that, then that's just a bonus. Point. Can, um, can we have a joint profile? Sorry? Can we do can we do a joint profile, the two of us? Is that count? And he do one day, I do the next day. Is that allowed? No, <laughs> no you've got to do this on your own. Okay, on my own. Um, yeah. That said, I did find an app once, which was a double dating app where you make a profile, but you partner up with someone and it's all about double dates. That was a cool idea, but I don't think it, I think it disappeared in like half a year or something like I that. I think we'd be a good catch as a pair. Yeah. No. I mean, do you do you set people up on double dates at all? Not dates like is it like two two to one or two to two? Two to two. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ, Abby! <laughs> two, two to one or two to two? We are honest, respectable gentlemen. <laughs> we we could have a we could have a situation where we put her under pressure and she has to pick one at the end of the night, and we can then keep score of who gets picked the most, me or you. <laughs> It'd be really sad. That sounds like a terrible movie. <laughs> oh dear. Do you want okay. me to email you this um, activity? Or y- yeah. I'll yeah, make loads all of the rules. Do you know what? I'll give it a go because that's what we're here to do. And it can't get any worse than shitting myself, which is what happened with the carnivore <laughs> diet. So, Well, I mean, if you manage to do it this way. And send you your attachment style too, your quiz. Oh yeah, I'll do that. Like, yeah, do, I genuinely like, do I like really a quiz. Do appreciate you coming on because I've genuinely enjoyed this like conversation. I enjoyed it as well. It wasn't too scary. Yeah. Oh, that's no, that's I... that. You could put that at the bottom of the newsletter too. Wasn't that scary, <laughs> Luke? Wasn't that scary? <laughs> Five stars. Awesome. Well, uh, I mean, this podcast that we're on at the moment is all about trying new things. We're about to do this with obviously this challenge. Um, if anybody listening's been thinking about matchmaking then obviously you get to be cool people like abby so then you should do that abby do you want to drop your uh your like instagram or social media stuff that people can follow you um yeah so my website is www.abbyblears.com you can find me on social media at abby blears which is spelled a-b-i-b-l-e-a-r-s Terms and conditions apply. <laughs> we can Subject put to availability. In the show notes. Travis, yeah. put it in the show notes. I will do. As well. yeah. Awesome. Oh, well, I, I feel like we could talk for ages, but alas. Yeah, I do as well. I'm kind of sad it's over. <laughs> <laughs> nice yeah. to meet you both. Yeah, lovely, lovely to meet you too. too. It's been okay. fantastic. Bye-bye. Best of luck Thanks for your for client. Time. Bye. Thank you. Bye. <sighs> oh, oh, fucking hell. <laughs> Mate. I'm sweating cobs here. Luke, I had a nightmare last night. What? That that we... Yeah. We did this and you just sat there in silence like a grumpy child. (laughs) But I could could have done. Do you know what I mean? (laughs) I'm so glad. 
I tried not to be grumpy child because I thought, do you know what? Like the dating thing, obviously she, she, she somehow sussed that I'm not massively into finding a relationship. Um, oh, I wonder what gave that away. Yeah, that's what I mean. <laughs> but like if, if I just sat here and just been miserable about the whole thing. Yeah. Like, you know, I got, I got flustered a few times. I got confused with what was going on because I'm not used to talking about dating and girls and it all gets scary. Um, yeah. But I, she was lovely. Yeah. I follow her on Instagram, I will. Yeah, it was... Um, do you know what <laughs> I was thinking, though, that I never got to ask her? Like, if she's in a relationship, do you think her fella feels well under pressure? Like, I was going to ask, like, yeah. how does being a matchmaker... Maybe we need to do a follow-up question or something. Uh, I'll, I'll ask her on Insta. So, yeah. But to be honest, I, I went into this thinking, like, there's... Because you threatened to be grumpy about it when I booked yeah. and you were just like yeah, yeah. well i don't want a bit of a relationship yeah uh, yeah we know but it's, it's, it, no don't be grumpy but i don't want a bit of a relationship <laughs> like, okay. i don't want to play <laughs> and so i was like okay worst comes to worst luke can sit there have a giggle i'll make sure i can chat for for an hour or whatever but mm. but no you, <laughs> it could re rename the episode uh luke's therapy session I think. No, do you know? Do you know what? Sorry if I over if I took over, Travis. But no I was just like because I was genuinely interested. Like I said in the thing, like obviously I'm the common denominator. I'm the reason why these things keep going wrong. So I just thought, here's my chance to find out. And I thought she was very friendly. I thought she could have said, "You're a dickhead. Shut up." Um, <laughs> but she was quite nice about it. Wasn't She's she? a professional. And I'm looking forward to like. I'll be interested to get her like take on uh like the profile like we've got to make a profile on an app <laughs> so i'm definitely what, what, what were some of those quotes not too scary i'm definitely going to put that in there and send it to her it, it was it was wasn't too scary said, oh if you don't like me it's your fault or something like that one um wait no she said i think you're i, I think your expectation you undersell yourself no, she said something about if you're on a date with somebody and you don't meet their expectation, that's your problem. Their, <laughs> their, their problem, not your problem. Yeah. No, she did say it's not their fault. Myself. It's your. It's their problem. Expectation is their problem because it could be um, your fault. <laughs> do you know what else we should do? She didn't say that we couldn't swap, so I reckon we should do like I should take hold of. I should take charge of yours <laughs> and run yours for a week. <laughs> the last week. And this is how we meet the love of our lives. Um, are you going to do yours as Travis? Well, I've already got an. Ins I've got a Tinder one. I don't really use it much, but I could. I've ge I genuinely have zero apps on my phone for finding love. Mm. Well, it was interesting. I was watching one of her videos actually, and it was saying yeah. I think there was something like this on the video, and I was like, oh, we might get that as the challenge. Um, but it was the whole. It was like a New Year's resolution, and it was like, "Don't Can go." Can you on find love on Reddit? No. Okay, carry on. Uh, it was and one of the things she said was, um, "Don't, don't go on it. Don't go on Tinder when you're bored. Don't go on Tinder like late at night. Go on it with intent, and actually, to to be on Tinder." And I was like, "When do people use it that way?" I thought it's just the kind of thing where you just like, I want to judge people based on their looks because I'm bored. Right, done now. Well, that's exactly it. And you and I know that, you know, we, we're not exactly flying in that department. How many, how many matches do you To be fair, actually, um, 
the people that I've dated, most of the people from uh, I've dated from Tinder have said that they saw a funny picture and they thought my description was a laugh. And those people have been like the best fun. So yeah, I'd say there's a little bit, but to be honest, if, if, if you, do you want to be with someone who just looks at you and goes, nah, no, you, you want to be with someone who looks at you and goes, ah, may- maybe, don't know. So. I just want, I just want to be with someone that doesn't get in the way, you know, lets me do what I want to do. And then he's about when, you know, it suits and then just kind of steps out of the way when I get on with what I need to get on again with again. <laughs> Yeah, I love you too, mate. Um. <laughs> <laughs> mate, do you know what? Like this relationship I've got with you is like close enough to what I need for you know a relationship. We speak once a week. I get on with your family. I get on with your friends. Go on holidays together. To me, I've I've got the perfect relationship. I think that's the sweetest thing you've ever said. Right, go to your meeting. Go to your work meeting. You workaholic. See you later, mate. Thanks <laughs> for setting it. that up, pal. I feel like a new man. It's the Travis Pepper Show. Thanks for listening. Because you've made it until the end, I'd like to think that you've enjoyed yourself. If you did, or even if you didn't, then uh, just leave us a review and follow us on Instagram at Mentoring a Moron Podcast, where you can get in touch, send us recommendations, and see how we're getting on with our challenges. See you next week.